0: Thanks for tuning in today to The Christian Theological Darkway. This week's episode is The Three Treacheries of the Watchers, Part 1. We dive headfirst into this episode with the Banished Watchers and their treacherous rebellions, yes, plural rebellions. In today's episode, we cover the first pre-Adamic rebellion of the angelic race that sought to dethrone the master of the universe, Yahweh, as well as the second post-Adamic flood, in which the Watchers took human women for wives and birthed the Nephilim, a human angelic hybrid and bastardized race. We hope you enjoy this first part of the Three Treacheries of the Watchers. Stay tuned. <laughs> Welcome back to the CTDW.
1: We have had a major hiatus, and you probably don't even notice, listener, because I wouldn't. you wouldn't, <laughs> right? Why would you know? I mean, there was a weak hiatus because I'm I'm getting caught up um maybe pray for us guys yeah we would definitely appreciate that it's been a rough two or three weeks i guess for for both of us um in very different ways but you know mm-hmm. nonetheless um but i won't bore you with the details so uh let's get right to it man today we are talking we did not actually come up with the title i'll probably just go here's the title right here because i don't have one right now <laughs> so <laughs> that but works we're essentially for me uh, we're essentially discussing the 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 three insurrections of the of the Watchers. I mean, I guess that's that's best, basically the easiest way to say it. Um. Uh. So we thank you for joining us today. We hope you enjoy this uh, this awesome, hopefully for you, very fruitful um dialogue that we're going to be having, and uh, we're going through a few scriptures. Actually, a lot of this is just going to be basically scripture based. Um, I mean, I know that all our podcasts really are, but this one in particular is pretty much solid scripture. And we're just talking about conceptual ideas that actually happen in the Bible and why we need to think about them from a different perspective, frankly, Uh, why that's relevant. And, um, you know, you don't have to you don't have to believe exactly like Shelley or I do, uh, but I do think it's it behooves you and is worthwhile to explore these theological positions because in my mind they're the correct ones uh not not because i think that they're cor- they correct ones but i think that they are the ones that we can e- most easily judge correctly as lining up with the rest of the context of the bible and quite wow. frankly the context of the rest of the world in a lot of cases like it's really not that mm-hmm. off base um guys please subscribe to us we are on facebook we are on tiktok we are on instagram twitter I think I, I even have us on Truth Social. You might just follow me on Truth Social. I'm on, I don't know, whatever else it is. You can follow us at the CTDW. It's To slash the CTDW. And I think I'm just going to bite the bullet pretty soon, Shell, and probably just pay the 12 bucks for the year and just get our own link tree uh, with our own fancy name on it. So you can just click on it and be like, oh, look, it's, it's the podcast. Um, you guys, great. right? I mean, just as well uh you guys can follow us on uh spotify and pretty much any major uh podcast platform out there we're on most of those already um i'm working on uploading our stuff onto youtube continually and i think we're going to probably as i've said before go the route of rumble the route of rumble it sounds like a a lord of the rings (laughs) reference but it was not (laughs) the
2: the dad bod guy i follow on tiktok that was great
1: yeah exactly yeah that's that's about right Let's get ready to rumble Um, or something. I don't know. You ruined it. (laughs) I tried, man. I went so close. Anyway, give us a follow there. Give us a listen. Give us a like. And uh, today, yeah, I'm going to let Shell take the reins. She uh, really was the one that suggested this is the best place for us to go theologically so that we can kind of build upon where we're at. As you guys will remember last time we talked about who the fallen watchers were, um, who the watchers were in general. We defined some terms for you and just to kind of go over those real quick this is probably the third time you guys hear it by now but i think it's useful um we remember that they're
2: they're weird so they are it takes it takes a little bit of getting used to them so i think repetition is the way yeah to do that yeah
1: so absolutely um and and having said that the watchers are essentially what we would probably refer to as angels divine beings Um, They line up almost identically with Elohim and are only outside of that because God himself is the supreme being of the universe and is also an Elohim or a divine being. Um, Demons, uh, sorry, I'm getting ahead of myself. There are the banished, which are a portion of the Watchers. And I'll have this Mm -hmm. all posted up here so you guys can see which one is which. Uh, The uh, banished are a portion of the Watchers that were insurrectionary and treacherous in nature mm-hmm. um getting our terms oh, a little clearer goodness. i think our adjectives are, are starting to work out better now uh from them came a hybrid race known as the nephilim and when god wiped out the nephilim in a giant cataclysmic flood on the earth uh earth whether it was cleansing. multiple look quite literally that's the co- correct terms it was earth cleansing um on every level uh plant life All the fauna, all the fish, well, not the fish so much, but uh, at least um, maybe the fish. I don't actually know. I'm not 100% sure. Probably,
2: to be honest. Well, because there is a great mixing of um, the salt waters and the fresh waters. And um, if you've ever done a fish tank, you'll know that if you put um, too much Salt in a freshwater tank, then you kill mm-hmm. all the freshwater fish true sure. and sure. if you let the salt be too diluted in a saltwater tank, then you kill all the fish so with sure with the deep opening up and those waters coming up, i don't know if they were salty or not. I assume um the depletion of the water vapor canopy for for yep. the rain that that would not have been very saline
1: um i'm not gonna lie so i think
2: a lot of the fish really could have been annihilated too
1: i think that the fish that died were probably very salty i'm not lying uh so um, <laughs> i'm on a roll today like we've been i've been in so many crappy puns and i don't feel even remotely bad about any of them um <clears throat> So, uh, God wiped out the, the Nephilim, which, uh, you you guys will remember are a hybrid cross between fallen angels and, um, between humans, um, that were birthed through the wombs of women specifically as noted in the Bible and often noted in many other, um, portions of other, you know, in other ancient mythologies. So, uh that is useful and then when they were wiped out obviously their spirit could not be abolished because they're eternal creatures right therefore those are what we would call demons um right and so the d- demons are the leftovers of the nephilim in spirit form only which explains why they possess people because they are looking for exactly. a warm hot body so
2: they remembered um, what it was like and they want back in
1: correct indeed Indeed. Well, Shel, I think that that's a pretty solid intro. Oh, please, if you guys will would like to support us, please do so. You can do so on Patreon. It's patreon.com slash the CTDW. Uh, pretty simple. Everything about us is the CTDW. So we are the Christian Theological Dark Web. And for, with that, I'll let Shell take it away.
2: <laughs> did you mention that we, we've had a little bit of pushback with Dark Web and we are I conceding did. a very valid... Point brought in. We are not. I don't know if I'm the kind of dark web. Oh, I think. I don't think we need to. You're not. I do. I think that deep web is a Better descriptor of us because we don't support anything (laughs) that's that's of the dark. Um, that would be found on the dark web. Um, that's
1: true. Well, and the reason that we originally went with this title was because we were thinking of the intellectual dark web, um, which is people like Jordan Peterson, Joe Rogan, um, some others I can't think of at the the moment, um, and it was just sort of like a play on the idea that of like forbidden knowledge, you know, uh, not available to the public, but the deep web is unliked knowledge, yeah, the the
2: non conforming knowledge
1: yeah yeah absolutely so we may or may not i mean it won't change very much and you know for now i'm leaving it as the dark web um it
2: certainly won't change the ctdw content. we will still yeah be the which CTDW. is awesome
1: I think that that's actually very cool that we can retain it either way so um if you want to weigh maybe, in
2: ricky we will do that's what I, was say. I was gonna do a survey <laughs> i'll
1: do a survey <clears throat> deep <clears throat> um, web
2: dark web
1: yeah yeah absolutely <laughs> um uh we have a lot of followers actually on both uh facebook and um on uh well likes i should say uh, for our page and on um uh tiktok we have almost 50 followers oh, nice. on tiktok and we've only had it going for a little bit and our facebook is near 100 100 liked uh likes Ooh. for our page so we're getting we're getting up there and little by little um we're not the blurry bros, but, you know, we'll get No, them. we're not. Yeah. <laughs> We'd like to hang
2: out with them. <laughs>
1: hey, man. and i They're going to Costa Rica. I wish I could be going with them, but, you know, yeah. not quite yet. Not quite
2: yet. <clears throat> I bet cows and trees just kind of <laughs> nixes the idea of Costa Rica for me. And if you <laughs> want to know what that means, guys, uh, please oh. Google cows in trees and blurry creatures and i think that'll get you there if yeah. that reference is is at all titillating for you if yeah. not meh, just we'll go to the next point
1: it's uh it's about the vida cocha that's what that the vita in the, in the, the andes is, uh, you can look it look that one up um,
2: it's very very interesting but I don't know that I would want want the hassle of milk after (laughs) getting my cow out of the tree. Jeez,
1: man. Um, I don't know. A steak, though, still might be worth it. Maybe so. What we're saying? Oh, all yours, Shall Take it away.
2: All right. So, where to start? Galatians 3.19
1: and all yours take it away
2: okay um why the law then let's see when i see when it okay cool it looks like we're in the same translation it was added because of transgressions until oh no see mine is different okay so i'm going to read mine Let me read it and we'll see. It says, Why the law then? It was added because of transgressions, having been ordained through angels by the agency of a mediator until the seed would come to whom the promise had been made. Man, I should have unpacked this more. Now, before faith came, we were held captive under the law, imprisoned until the coming faith would be revealed. So then, the law was our guardian until Christ came in order that we might be justified by faith. Now that faith has come, we're no longer under a guardian. Hmm. And for in Christ, you are all sons of God, b'nai Elohim, Mm -hmm. through faith. (laughs)
1: <laughs> through faith that's so crazy
2: i don't know faith faith is one of those things that is so hard to understand when we think we have a grasp of it and then we totally don't
1: oh sure sure no i i, I mean i i get it i just know oh, i
2: i got what you from, were
1: thinking from being you know Uh, within the bloodline to just being adopted into the bloodline is crazy just because you're like, Oh, you believe it and you're going to do it. All right, cool. Come on in.
2: And I don't know, you know, it's, it's interesting to me when people are like, I wouldn't have done that if I had been with Jesus, I never would have betrayed him. I wouldn't have done the whatever that everybody else did that We certainly would have done. It's like if I was Mm -hmm. an angel and I knew God face to face, I never would have rebelled against him. I would have no problem believing everything he ever said. (laughs) But obviously, the angels who began their existence in the presence of the Most High God, the, the creator, like they're with him and they chose to rebel. And not just one group of angels chose to rebel. Three different rebellions occurred by mm-hmm. three different groups of angels. By the yeah. way, um, there is there is no one-third of the angels followed Lucifer. Um, BTW.
1: What, you know why that? do you think... I I I did. We we've talked about this, and and I've never seen anything indicating that. Um, you know what? I, I just kind of an offhand topic or comment. Excuse me, is that Chuck Mizler says that he believes that, that the ratio of the dark to the light, um, us versus them, so to speak. I mean, there's not really any other way to say it. Is three to one? Or, sorry, it's two Righteous to one. Righteous and unrighteous, so, so,
0: which uh, would be so a third,
1: thirty-three percent on each side, right? Um, but I don't, I, I, I don't know where people get that. Do you know?
2: I, I do. And it's funky math. that adds up about the same way that pre-tribulation rapture does. Really? I'm going to get myself in trouble here. And that's not the, the fire I was looking to start tonight.
1: Right.
2: <laughs> so, you know what? Let's let's start there. Let's start at Isaiah 14, 12 and 14, okay. 12 through 14. I know I already started at Galatians 3, 9, but that was my teaser. Basically, it's just a little appetizer. Why Why is it because of angels that the law let's was see. given to us?
1: E- well, um, I, I better not steal your thunder, so I'll let you pick up where you're going to pick up. <laughs> and, uh Let's see. Do you want me to leave it on this this version? Is this okay? I think so. The ESV? Okay. Oh, yeah. ESV is good. Good, good. Okay. So it's starting from verse 12, right? Uh-huh. Okay, cool. Here we go. Oh, look at me. I'm getting good at technology. Not like an old person. Here we go. Go, Ricky.
2: Woo, woo. Under <laughs> <Yay>. 50. <laughs> woo.
1: All right.
2: Okay, how are you fallen from heaven, O day star, son of the dawn? How are you cut down to the ground, you who laid the nations low? You said in your heart, I will ascend to the heavens above the stars of God. I will set my throne on high. I will sit on the mount of assembly in the far reaches of the north. Zebulon. That's what I was trying to think of earlier, um, that the far reaches of the north. Zebulon. I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. I will make myself like the most high. But you are brought down to Sheol to the far reaches of the pit. Go down a little bit more, Rick. Those who see you will stare at you and ponder over you. Is this the man who made the earth tremble, who shook kingdoms, who made the world like a desert and overthrew its cities? Okay, blah, blah, blah. So this is when it gets into the king of Tyre more. So this is the reference that Luke ten eighteen makes when um, Jesus said, I saw Satan fall like lightning. The, this is that instance, the devil or the man, the devil. We all call him the devil, and it's really pretty inaccurate. Um, this day star, the morning star, bringer of the dawn, this illuminating one is where we get the concept of Lucifer from, the the light bringer. Rick, you want to bring that one back sure. up again real quick just so everybody just can on, right? see it's the five way. yep same yeah. one The what the five i wills are
1: yep starting from it's on uh verse well, 13 or 13 yep
2: i will ascend to heaven mm-hmm. above the stars of god by the way stars of god there implies other angelic beings mm-hmm. celestial beings we'll see that um uh cross reference you see it in Job you also see it in Revelation the Revelation scripture is where people get a third a third of the angels followed him in this um so for all intents and purposes we'll we'll call him Lucifer the light bringer uh because it's easier and it's a concept everybody's familiar with um mm-hmm. It's Revelation. I think it is chapter 12. Um,
1: You want me to look it up right now or do you want to? We'll come back to it.
2: um, If you want to look it up on your phone. um, You want me to read it? Yeah. Do you have it already? And I'm not positive it's 12, but I feel like it's 12. It might also be just minute. be that I really like Revelation twelve. <laughs> Anyhow, so that's the stars. You'll see where the stars play in there. I just just do a one third. If you do a a a search for a third of the stars, you'll find the right scripture in Revelation.
1: Oh, I see what you're saying.
2: Um. So I i will ascend yeah, to the right. heavens History above. Oh good. Yay. Above the stars of God. Yeah, because the it fits right here.
1: Um and this is ESV as well, right? We're doing okay. ESV, where
2: are you
1: at? Okay. His his tail swept down. Um, have, that's
2: right, the dragon, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: And another sign appeared in the heaven. Behold, a great red dragon with seven heads and ten horns. And on his head, seven diadems, his tail swept down a third of the stars of heaven and cast them to earth. And the dragon stood before the woman who was about to give birth so that when she bore her child, he might devour it. Yeah. Which is, I think, what you're looking for. Somewhere
2: there also, I think in in that reading, it says it mentions that this is the serpent of old, the devil. Um, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. people pull these things together, and that's where they get when Satan was cast out of heaven, a third of the angels went with him.
1: But yeah, here re- it is. And verse nine. Um, so Michael and the angels fight against the dragon, blah, blah, blah. And the great dragon, verse nine. And the great dragon was thrown down, that ancient serpent who is called the devil and Satan and deceiver of the whole world. He was thrown down to, to the earth, and his angels were thrown down
0: with him. There you
2: go. so we never do get any any kind of numerical value, let alone that it's a third. But people put all this together, and that's where that view comes hmm. from.
1: Oh that's interesting.
2: That um, it is, but usually usually the stars uh reference the saints of God either still mm-hmm. the the mm-hmm. um the same redeemed angels who have never fallen so the righteous angels um or r- the righteous saints christians yeah um we are saints that's that's what god thinks mm-hmm. of us he thinks of us as saints uh which i mean that's a really hard thing to it's uncomfortable for me to even want to wear that uh, cause I don't feel like a saint at all,
1: <laughs>
2: at all, yeah. at all. Yeah. But so there's no one third here. Um, but here, here are the, the five I wills and y'all have probably already got on ahead while we were looking up revelation, but <laughs> 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 I, I, I will ascend to heaven. I will mm-hmm. set my throne on high. um, I will sit on the mount of the assembly in the far reaches of the north. I will ascend to the heights of the clouds and I will make myself like the most high. So that hubris there, that, uh, utter treachery and like it's total treachery. It, this happens twice, two different sets of players. This mm-hmm. is one that happens in the heavenly realms really sounds like it happens before um, creation of mankind and mm-hmm. why it sounds that way can be found in um, Ezekiel chapter 28 verses 12 Through eighteen, so it's a it's a little chunk of scripture, guys. I I guess friendly uh, PSA here. The reason that you will usually find us not quoting one simple scripture, but bringing the whole context in, is because. I don't want to be guilty of something like a third of the angels fell with Lucifer. <laughs> uh, and, and if you take a scripture, you, you can almost do that. Um, Here really this, that ideology, that, that view is church tradition more than anything else, but it doesn't have substantiation in the word so rick and i really it is it is paramount importance to us that we do rightly divide the word of god that we are very careful with how we give Mm -hmm. it to you um and that we bring it before you so yeah sorry so you can see it yourselves um and not have to take our word for it um like ever I I know people who are very proud of the fact that they believe the Bible just because the Bible said it. I believe it. I don't need any corroborating evidence. And I'm not one of those people. I don't believe the Bible just for the Bible's sake. I believe the Bible because there is so much corroborating evidence in the whole world history um points to the validity of of the bible i can i can go into my garage sadly um and pull my josephus Hmm. out of a box because we're remodeling and (laughs) and most of my books are still in the garage and it makes me very sad but i have a copy of josephus and um i can read that history um i can read so many archaeological um finds and there's more all the time um and they they show the validity of god's word being true and i've always been a person i go to primary sources i i very much I love empirical evidence. I love it. And the beautiful thing about the Word of God is that it doesn't have to stand on its own merit. There is so much to back up God's Word, and I love that. Um, So I will always bring as much cooperation as I can to the table and never say, oh, just blindly believe something. Um, just trust me. I've done the research. Not that either. I will always try to point you to everywhere I've I've gotten my sources from, so you can do the research. You you do it. Um, I think a lot of the trouble we're in as a species right now is because we're too lazy to do our own research and we just yep. rely on the the headlines. And I mean I get it. I'm guilty of it too. And then I have to be like, well, oh, I don't think so. Now I have to find out about this thing. Dang it. You know. Yeah. Okay. Having given sure so. having given that caveat, I, let's go ahead and do Ezekiel twenty eight now, Rick.
1: You good. Here we go. What frame? what uh, verse are you starting from?
2: You um but, 12. Sure. Oh, here's the king of Tyre or Tyree. Um, and guys, I don't know how you pronounce it. I have heard it pronounced both ways. Tyre and Tyree. And Tyrus is also um, a version of the same place. Um, This king... It, as we often see in the bible it there's there's a like a entendre going on here, a double entendre where um Ezekiel in this case um is talking about both a man and a spiritual being, so again we'll we'll refer to him as Lucifer um as modern mores dictate I don't know because everybody thinks (laughs) so so (laughs) moreover the word of the Lord came to me son of man raise a lamentation over the king of Tyre say to him thus says the Lord God you were the signet of perfection full of wisdom and perfect in beauty you were in Eden the garden of God every precious stone was your covering sardis topaz and diamond barrel ox and uh, sorry onyx and jasper sapphire emerald and carbuncle and crafted in gold were your settings let's see where'd you go i know okay there it is sorry. and it's your engravings no i get it on the day that you were created they were prepared you were an anointed guardian cherub i placed you you were on the holy mountain of god which by the way is eden In the midst of the stones of fire, or some translations call that the living stones, you walked. You were blameless in your ways from the day you were created until unrighteousness was found in you. In the abundance of your trade, you were filled with violence in your midst and you sinned. So I cast you as a profane thing from the mountain of God and I destroyed you, O guardian cherub, from the midst of the stones of fire. Your heart was proud because of your beauty. You you corrupted your wisdom for the sake of your splendor. I cast mm-hmm. you to the ground. I exposed you before kings to feast their eyes on you. By the multitude of your iniquities and the unrighteousness of your trade, you profaned your sanctuaries. So I brought fire out from your midst. It consumed you and I turned you to ashes on the earth in the sight of all who saw you? All who know you among the peoples are appalled at you. You have come to a dreadful end and shall be no more forever.
1: Hmm.
2: So while that is also a um diatribe, really, I mean, shush, talk about venting against the king of Tyre. <laughs> that is also um uh, a more descriptive description. Uh, I'm sure there's a graphic. Word I can't a more graphic of. description. Yeah, of of this Lucifer that was cast down. I like how it said you were what I I cast you out of the mountain of the Lord. Mm, um, mm-hmm. Mike Kaiser always like to make the reference that Eden was both a garden and a mountain, which um Ezekiel covers both. It, it starts talking about you were in the garden, you were in the council of God, and you were on the holy mountain, and then you were cast down. So um sometime between Genesis three and the creation of the firstborn, which are the angelic host. Um, Lucifer got full of himself. He obviously saw a mirror mm-hmm. and his pretty com. I mean, not only beautiful, but wealthy in and of his own being, you know, to be clothed in, mm-hmm carbuckle whatever that is <laughs>
1: i don't know what that is either
2: i am not sure if if it's a modern Carbuncle. day stone or not but Ooh. it always makes me it's think, very pretty is it here I'll sh- show yeah, us a pretty. visual let's take a look here and then i'll tell you what i see okay. in my head
1: not what i was thinking either believe me uh, it, let's see.
2: What are the shells that encrust the bottom of a ship? Oh, that's beautiful, oh that's um, really, really pretty,
1: yeah, it's very beautiful. Check this, and it's, out. it's like, like rubies, the
2: man. right shade of my red, man,
1: <laughs> that's right um, that is my wow, shade really of red pretty. it uh, is beautiful. barnacles, that's what you're thinking of
2: barnacle that is what I now you guys know how my wonky brain works
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's funny man oh there we go that's, that's
2: beautiful oh i love that we can i don't, thank you god for google i mean i'm really pretty sure that this is stolen this is pilfered um technology from heaven that's why we've got the crappy version that doesn't work well and
1: goes slow and glitches
2: out whatever god's internet is i
1: can't wait to see it can i can i just tell you actually really and truly um it's really hard to find legit videos on how computers are made try and find out how computers are made it's really difficult to find out but there are all these crazy processes synthesization uh i mean it's 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 actually really crazy um i was trying to look up like because i'm fascinated sorry i'm going off on a random tangent but it that's just, okay that we'll throw it in there it's just it's it was very fascinating to me i was like how do we how do we get computers and so i started looking stuff up and where they came from and um how automated automation started um <laughs> and, and a lot of it was just you know basically mechanical automation at first and then that you know led further and further but i mean if you really research the 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 actual history it's really hard to map like it's a hard thing to understand how it happened i'm still like how did that happen so we're using silica which is a stone but like what like how did that how did we figure that i i i am on par with you and that i think that um and here's here's kind of one of my theories i think we've kind of talked about this as an idea for for a uh future um, episode for an episode but i when the word of god says that that if we do not if we do not um give him homage and praise as is intended that the rocks will cry out in our place uh i don't find that so far off or so weird when i think about the fact that you can record data on rocks and they hold them um i am of the idea that uh, this is this is gonna i don't know if if our if our listeners aren't into this stuff about what i'm about to say is going to be super weird but i think that there are probably (laughs) what (laughs) i think weird on this
2: podcast i
1: know i think that there (laughs) are probably holographic like recordings and projections still recorded on megalithic structures from the pre-flood era. Oh,
0: I, I think yeah. they probably are. They're Encodings probably are.
1: and all sorts of crazy crap. Uh, that's just me though.
2: That's, that's anyway. really good. No, man. I'm still, I'm still stuck on the, the rocks crying out in it's kind of that crazy, right? manner. Oh, wait till I tell Justin mm-hmm. Paul because he's going (laughs) to get that so, so well. It just makes me think of um, uh, fiber optics.
1: Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely.
2: Fiber optics are amazing. I worked for AT&T as um, a customer service technician, back a while a long time ago but um the premise of the way fiber optic optics work is yeah these are things that make you go hmm to go from the ENIAC the the first American computer that was what multiple stories big it was huge to you know only
1: princes will own them because they'll be so expensive
2: to to this that fits in my pocket and goes everywhere with me my lovely little this is, has more computing power than the eniac of what i guess i was like 60 years ago now 70 years ago but wow that's crazy yeah well From it's also crazy
1: that we've come that far in that short of a time span. technology uh, right yeah like right insane actually insane and now we have Speaking. uh you know almost sentient creatures that are digital uh well let's not reaching, Let's not
2: even go into
1: ai <laughs> okay all right we won't go into that
2: one but we Come have enough stories like, to talk about tonight i feel without like AI. i was
1: watching i was watching that that blurry bros episode and he goes he said i don't know what he said about the sasquatch and he's like, well, "Yeah, it's like the Sasquatch, who's an interdimensional being." Of I
2: know, and, right? Made me laugh. And his buddy
1: was like, "We are not going down that rabbit hole today. We're not, not doing not. that." So that's my Ricky. We're not going down that rabbit hole.
2: <laughs> we are not going down that rabbit. Fair hole enough. Today, we, fair enough. We can definitely. You know what? There. That's a few episodes away when we get into the trades. The trades for the nephilim. Um. Yeah. Because that's, uh, that's what Mm -hmm. this technology is, man, all of this technology, again, when I say it's, it's, it's heaven's technology, they're just not going to give it to us perfect, they're going to give it to us wonky, because then they can keep milking us, you know, not going to give you the cow only going to sell you the milk, uh, Mm -hmm. because there's a lot more profit in it. So, That from carbuncle, carbuncle,
0: carbuncle,
1: yeah,
2: carbuncle,
1: carbuncle, and not barnacle. (laughs) Barnacles,
2: that's what I think of. That's where my brain went, and I was, I was like, I don't know what that is, but I just see, (laughs) I just see shellfish.
1: (laughs) Mm -hmm. There you go. It comes Um, full circle to mutiny.
2: Ah, uh, mutiny!
1: That's an inside joke. Sorry, guys. I'll probably <laughs> just cut that out. People are gonna be like,
2: Shut "I don't up. know." It's really funny. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so now here's here's a short story about that. Maybe this will be two hours long, Ricky.
1: <laughs> <whack, whack, whack, whack.
2: <laughs> so when we were trying to decide how we want to term these three angelic um, insurrections, we thought about rebellion and Rick didn't care for rebellion that much. And he offered mutiny. And to me, mutiny was just way too small because, you know, it's come confined to just a ship, you know, mutiny on the bounty or whatever other ship name you've got there. So um, we we had a, we, we had a difficult time trying to classify this Strongly enough, because this is treason, uh, treason from the angelic host who were in God's presence, who were created to be in God's presence, and who the first one, he was made so beautifully and so perfectly. Everything about him was just beyond stellar, and Hmm. it caused him to, to be so prideful and somehow ungrateful yeah that he chose to exalt himself and and so that is treachery that is uh treason um of the highest order uh and it's just mind-boggling because i know i know that I want to be like, I wouldn't have complained like the people in the wilderness yeah. after being set free from Egypt. I wouldn't yeah. have said crucify him. I wouldn't have said if you can, would you heal me? Jesus, I wouldn't have said any of those. Of course I would have, man, I'm a people. Um, I would have done exactly those things. The angels did it. The angels chose to rebel, even though they had resided at the table of the most high. Just crazy to me. Finishing up on treachery. Treachery number one. Mm -hmm. We realize that it's not a third of the angels that, chose to go with lucifer that his name was lucifer um but whatever we'll call him lucifer and we do know I was going to
1: say also real quick just kind of as a, a an addendum there um i think it's real easy for us and i'm really talking to the audience uh, but also to you i think it's really easy for us to um because you know especially in the west and and because we want we want things to make sense in our brain like we attribute devil satan adversary, enemy, uh, this dude, like it's one guy, you know? Right. But I, I think that the, the, the reality of the insurrection and I mean, just everything behind it, the complexity of, of the spiritual world versus the small, frankly, kind of simple plastic, not plastic, but just fleshly reality that we live in. I think that it's hard to understand such a convoluted situation right in a minute dimensional field. That's a good way to say it actually. Yeah. So I, I mean, I think that that's probably why when they're like, Oh, do you mean Satan? And you're like, well, uh, yeah, but not, that wasn't exactly. Yeah, exactly. Like it's not, it's not really a, a, a title per, per se. It's, it's more like, you know,
2: Well, Satan is job description.
1: Yeah, I I like that. I like that you said that. I think that that's an accurate um, uh, uh, calibration of of the situation.
2: Right. Well, that's good too, because at the beginning of Job, you know, uh, God's uh, presiding over his council, his court, Mm -hmm. and in comes one that... uh, The Bible calls the adversary and Mm -hmm. um, we or the accuser and we immediately see it as um, this Lucifer who has been cast out of heaven. But really, it's it's the the prosecutor for this particular case, if you will. Yeah. You know, and. And you always like, Hey, where you been? Yo, and he said, Oh you know, out doing my job out in the field and he said, Did you see my dude Job? Job, Job's the dude, and and he says, Yeah, but that's because you spoil him. You know. Quit spoiling him. Let's see what he does. I bet he will curse you to your face. And then the whole book of Job. Um <laughs> read it for yourself. If you have it, you really should, because really, it's a most interesting tale. Um, Mm. My past, my pastor uh, posits that everything Job lost, he was only told he lost. Mm. And that maybe Maybe the wind didn't blow and cause the house to fall down and murder, you know, kill all of his children. But that's what the the bearer of the tale told him. So to him, you know, it was so. Um, But maybe it was just um, a bad report. Maybe so. Um, As a mom, I know that if I lost all of my children, if I had 10 more, they still would not replace my first ten children, you know. Mm-hmm. Um so I don't know for sure if that's just one of those things there that seems like it, it makes sense. Maybe he was hearing a report and yeah. and taking it as fact, maybe very allegorically. Maybe it was it was fact. Um yeah. but to Job it was it was real regardless, you know he right it would have taken him however many days to go and look at the devastation the destruction for himself everything. right um but like you said um that term adversary doesn't mean this dude the the um Isaiah 14 Ezekiel 28 entity
1: we we almost might think of it I mean, and this is, you know, just kind of uh, uh you know, just playing with the idea linguistically. We we tend to um in all languages, not just English, but we tend to kind of um give something a title and then we refer to that thing, even though it's a plurality, as though it were a singular, right? And then that singular um can get misinterpreted farther down the road as linguistic um decay or alter alteration happens over time right i mean historically that's that's a very normal process that happens and so something that might have been um actually like a group of of individuals or creatures being called the adversary right Um, might have been misconstrued later further down the road in other languages like our own right where we see we see satan and automatically we refer to one being whereas that might be multiple beings you know i don't i don't i don't know i'm just it's just you know con- conjecture um either way it's, it's not, not super super important.
2: right like mom or dad your mom is your mom but she's not everybody's mom
1: right right
2: you're your boys we actually dad, had a linguistic everybody's um,
1: dad correct and and we actually had a, a, a linguistic um uh kind of conundrum back in school in in, in a really actually really cool class that I took that was uh, semantics and something else. I can't remember what it was. So that was a fun one. Um, And the, the topic came up is why is, can you say the, 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 um, you, you can't say the purple, but you can say the rich. Why can you say the rich and not the purple, you know? And so that was a kind of now. I, I mean, I can answer that simply for you. In that case, the rich is is a noun, but it's also an adjective, right? But it's it's a kind of a weird thing. Like linguistically, you're like, well, why can I do that? And there's stuff like that that exists. So yeah. it might be one of those anomalies. I don't really know. You know, you might just not really have any other way to um incorporate your your concept other than to just explain it out that way or to kind of like simplify it, right for the for the reader. So the reader has like a point of reference to to draw on. Sorry, that was a random tangent (laughs) It Uh, takes so long. Well,
2: because it's one of those things that that matters to us because we really try to be precise. And so I think that's why that sits with the two of us kind of um, uncomfortably because we feel we can't be really precise. But we were raised the same way, you know calling him the devil or Satan and thinking it is one, uh, one being the prince of the power of the air. Um,
1: mm-hmm. cause you are the devil and the devil is bad. <laughs>
2: you are the devil and the devil is bad. Uh, who is that? The W's?
1: The W's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Those guys are great. Oh,
2: I love that song. I think of that sometimes. <laughs>
1: I listened to it a while back. Yeah, it's a good song.
2: Fun. Okay, so we'll go on to um, Insurrection numero dos. Hmm. And that would be the one we have talked about some already, the one that produced Hmm. the Nephilim.
0: Nephilim.
2: So Genesis 3, starting in verse 1.
1: Give me a hot second. I'm on it. you you could start i mean if you have it well i don't
2: but i can pretty much uh sum it up real quickly when yeah that's uh, fine if you want
1: to sum it up that's fine
2: when humans began to increase in numbers beautiful women were born to mankind and the sons of god the bene elohim the watchers saw that these daughters were beautiful and so they took any of them they wanted to wife um which basically means that doesn't Smith matter a what term yeah. <laughs> um they bartered with the fathers or brothers whomever uh whoever Did that you
1: say genesis 3 shall um
2: sorry it's, it's genesis six it is genesis six i am so
1: sorry no sweat no sweat. just clarify. genesis
2: three is is uh the fall of man
0: yes yeah
2: yeah um which incidentally was not the 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 major fall <laughs> it was just yeah. just one of um and it just seemed interesting you know, fact there.
1: When you when you said that, you made me think of this meme that I saw that uh, <laughs> it says geez, 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 Jesus asks um, one of the angels, "Hey, what are they doing down there?" <laughs> and the angels go, "Oh, they're they're making milk." He's like, "What? They're making milk?" He's like, "Yeah, they're making it out of almonds." He's like, "I gave them cows. Like, what are they doing?" <laughs> sorry it just made me think of that uh, I don't know uh, where you got stuff. that
2: leap from but...
1: <laughs> no, just like why are you doing the thing I told you not to do like you already had it fixed for you what are you doing
2: oh we're going to see a lot of that in here um, yeah so sorry Genesis 6 1 through 1 through
1: 4 ish for
2: some reason, I I'll actually have that. 1 through 13. Oh, actually, it, I do have it 1 through 13. a longer 13 explanation. Because it goes into... Sorry, y'all. Uh, it got warm in here. It goes into the flood a little bit. And I... No, I'm just going to pull it up. Yeah, I think that's good, too. Because, again, I mean, all about context go. here.
1: When man began to multiply on the face of the land, and daughters were born to them, the sons of God, B'nai Elohim, saw that the daughters of man were attractive. That's, uh, once again, kind of selling them short. And they took as their wives any they chose. Then the Lord said, My spirit shall not abide in man forever, for he is flesh. His days shall be 120 years. The Nephilim were on the earth in those days, and also afterward, when the sons of God came into the daughters of man, and they bore children to them. They were mighty men who were of old, the men of renown. The Lord saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth, and that every intention of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. And the Lord regretted that he had made man on the earth, and it grieved him to his heart. So the Lord said, I will blot out man whom I have created from the face of the land, man and animals and creeping things and birds of the heavens, for I am sorry that I have made them. But Noah found favor in the eyes of the Lord. These are the generations of Noah. Noah was a righteous man, blameless in his generation. Um, Some say generations. Noah walked with God and Noah had three sons, Shem, Ham and Japheth. Now the Earth was corrupt in God's sight, and the Earth was filled with violence, and God saw the Earth, and behold, it was corrupt, for all flesh had corrupted their uh, had corrupted their way on the Earth. And God said to Noah, "I have determined to make an end of all flesh, for the Earth is filled with violence through them. Behold, I will destroy behold, I will destroy them with the
0: earth." Okay. That's uh, all the way through.: 14. Yeah,
1: there we go.
2: Um, so if you want to scroll back up to the top yeah, you or to, it. to one. Oh, you stinking thing. There's okay. a lot left out here. Book of Enoch really does a good job of filling in the gaps. So the way the sons of God took any of the daughters of man they wanted. And we, we discussed last time about the whole Cain and Seth. Yeah. Baloney! It it just holds <laughs> about as much water as a sieve. um
1: Hey, by the way, if you want me to pull up um the Book of Enoch, I have it here. So if if you need me to pull up any of the scriptures, cool. I think you are looking some of
2: them. Um, yeah, because it that goes like one Enoch fifteen, I think it is verse eleven and twelve. First
0: Enoch.
1: Uh huh. All right, give me a hot second. I'll pull it up. You want me to pull it up now, or
2: um, I think so because we'll kind of go back and forth. Just don't totally okay. lose this this page. So what the Almost. the sons of God did is they bartered wisdom and technology to the men for the daughters of the house. Enoch goes into great detail on who gave what. And it also talks about the, like it names names. It, yep. Enoch gives you the name of the Watcher and what wisdom he gave to the name of the human man. And this in and of itself, you know, I don't know how Reliable. much credence I would give to it. But the Bible talks about these same people where Tubal-Cain was a, I think he was a metalsmith. Uh, And somebody else, you know, was given knowledge of herbology. And these are their chiefs of 10. So I know that with this particular insurrection that they numbered 200. According to yeah. the Book of Enoch, this is what kind of what oh, you're looking for. it really gets in. Yeah, there we go. Does this show? I thought it showed. It's it's been a lot of years. Two hundred, right? Yeah, but um, I thought it gave the name of whom the knowledge was given, not Maybe. just that like Azazel gave it, but that Azazel gave it to to Cain or to Jubal hmm.
1: Cain. Or... Let's see. Let's do this. I'm gonna edit all this stuff out selectively. <laughs> to Nope. Okay. Guess no. not. No, I don't think it's in here. No. Okay. It just says that he gave it. They gave it to men. It really doesn't specify. Okay.
2: To which man? The Bible, though. See,
1: here it tells what they gave. Them. Yeah.
2: And in Genesis, it goes into. Telling what man had the knowledge, and now the Bible doesn't say specifically for you know giving up his sister, or his daughter, or whatever, to an as a Nephilim bride, but it'll yeah. it'll say um, that Tubal did metallurgy and Jubal did um, oh, right. herbology and. Um, they talk about
1: those. And that's right around those
2: technologies. Nimrod, right? Right. That's it. so. Like Genesis chapters eleven, twelve, thirteen, around there. Um. Mm. So there, there's bartering going on. Thus, the joke earlier about um. Computers and the internet. That <laughs> you know, we we get it. Because we did the joke. the trade off? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Man. What? What so, I think. So much what I think better is fascinating than three or that. four
1: goats. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Right.
2: No, <laughs> I, I'll good. give you three goats. Nah, he's gonna teach me how to make weapons. <laughs>
0: mm,
1: right. Take your goats and go um, on home. <laughs> I'll just steal your goats. Um, that was a Mexican expression that you just said in English. That's very <laughs> funny. Uh, it's literally. <laughs> um, grab your goats and go uh that's very funny (laughs) some some
2: concepts are (laughs) universal truth whenever you
1: (laughs) (laughs) correct correct um yeah i mean if i were given metallurgy i would just be like screw the goats just make weapons and kill you and take the goats get your goats later Um, son right um what you were saying about about technology though like the reason i can't it, the reason I, I find it so hard to believe that it's just humankind is the insane way. Like there was one particular part show that I was watching about how the computer is made. And it's like a, uh, how did they describe it? It's a tiny portion of the computer made with a piece of metal that has to have properties. And this is like a, a, a super advanced type of chip or, or connection that has to have the properties of I think it's protons, right? Protons that can exist simultaneously across space and time and
2: mm-hmm. interdimensional. And reflect or do the opposite right, of each other right. simultaneously.
1: Mm-hmm. Um it has to retain both its its like earthly properties and then extra dimensional properties at the same time. Um so it has to move and not move simultaneously. That's like, what
2: we call quantum
1: it's quantum
2: computing.
1: Yeah. It's it's exactly what it is. I thank mean, you, really? You. I couldn't remember the term. Well, I... Yeah, and that's... <laughs> it's crazy. That is insane.
2: It's not insane. Um, it's
1: it's mind-blowing. I I read an article. Shoot, man. Now that we're getting under that, I'm sorry. It's just, it's just the stuff is super <laughs> cool to me. I read an article about a year ago, and this is going to sound like so tinfoil hat, but it's true. Like, I didn't make it up. I'll have to look the article up. But... They they found these things that they ca- they literally called time crystals that did not break down. In other words, they were not subjected to the laws of thermodynamics. They have no shelf life, and they could continue
2: or half life. Sorry, they, could continue they have no to produce life
1: or shelf life for that matter. Um, kind of, they're going to be infinite, flying off the shelves,
2: right? If... <laughs> kind of infinite shelf <laughs> life.
1: Yep. Yeah. You know? um yeah yeah really crazy. i'll look at. i'll try and see if i can find that article but when i read that i was like dude this is crazy i told my friend at the time like we're working together i like, go oh, dude there's these things called these time crystals and they're crazy and he looked at me and he went whoa time crystals whoa <laughs> it was very funny to me sorry my oh, my joey would have said
2: something about it being timey wimey and then would have made a doctor who tardis reference
1: that's right that's right. Let yep. me
2: some yeah. Doctor Who.
1: Anyway, okay, <laughs> so we were given forbidden knowledge, and then Shell, we're not okay, going down the road. Yeah, hole
2: man, all it. these rabbit holes, oh, they're everywhere. Those bunnies just multiply and make new holes.
1: I, I don't know how much we're going to be able to get through. I'm not going to lie. Well, um,. We'll see if we can can at least get through the three rebellions. Yes.
2: Well, and that's, that's all for tonight that we're going for. And you better just edit out that bit that needs to be edited. Okay. There's a good bit of it. So, uh, pull back up Genesis six. Genesis. Yeah,
1: you're good. Um, gosh chat while i'm pulling that up so
2: the things that are interesting about this and why i chose to go all the way to verse 13 um the reason that we see the gun above the fireplace um that says that noah was pure in his generation's That word does not mean out of the eight generations there were that his was the best generation. It means that he had no corruption in him um, of the hybrid kind. Uh, That's why he was blameless in his generation. Now, the book of Enoch tells us that um, Lamech, Noah's father, asks his grandfather, Enoch, to go inquire of the Watchers that um, this this baby, jo- Noah, that the, his mother's pregnant with at the time, that it is Lamech's child and not a Watcher's child. So that's where the corroboration there is for the, the pure of his generations. Also the word generation means genetic makeup, not mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. not in in I don't know. Not the way we think of generations. We think of generations
1: as being well, uh We we think of generation as progeny. Yeah, or a and, level and
2: a level of strata, makeup. right? And this is genetic Correct. makeup. So, um, and that's that's that. You know, the rule: if you see the shotgun, on the mantle, you know somebody's going to be using it. That it, that is the the law of the shotgun. Um, Go back to Genesis 6 again. So the next thing, now the earth was corrupt in God's sight, and the earth was filled with violence. Notice it doesn't say mankind. Mm -hmm. It is not humanity. It is everything. Now, Rick and I have discussions quite frequently, the two of us talking about the machinations and the ways that the Watchers... Diddled about <laughs> <in> creation. <laughs> they, um, I really think, and here's here's where we get blurry.
1: Maybe this is a spot just to just to talk about this. Yeah, stuff. I mean, just like face it, kind of head on, you know.
2: This this is where we'll get blurry, and we'll bleed right over in into blurry creatures. Um,
1: <laughs>
2: everything was corrupt. All flesh why would god destroy the grass and the trees and the plants and the wheat of that time why would he destroy every everything the animals everything. um other than because they were cr- so corrupt that that was it to take to take wee samples of everything to take Two of the unclean animals and seven of the clean animals, and not every kind of animal, guys. Um, the it, you can get a lot of species from a genus, you don't have to break down and take a Great Dane and a Chihuahua, you can get all the dog breeds from a couple of dogs, you can get all of the elephant breeds from a couple of elephants and nobody said they had to be full grown. I was having a a discussion recently with a good friend of mine and he was like, I think that God wiped out the dinosaurs in the flood and I don't. I think that God who is smart enough to make light in both again its its wave and its um particle particle form thank you rick and protons that span i'll come back to this okay that span different dimensions he's smart enough to be able to i don't know whatever make a mama tyrannosaurus bring over her egg in her mouth Bring over her two eggs in her mouth, whatever. And didn't have to be a full, full blown uh, T. Rex or a, a full grown Brachiosaurus on the boat. It didn't have to be a full grown elephant. It didn't have to be um, every kind of horse. They. I, I don't understand why people have a hard time with that because to me, it, it, it mm-hmm. just, there's a logical way to do it. I mean, gosh, haven't you ever yeah. packed all three of your kids for a trip and just two bags? Mm-hmm. I mean, you get creative Yeah, yeah. and God is
1: the um, creative one. And I think it's important you, you, I mean, since we're already on this topic, I, I think you and I share this, this actual um, belief but I, I'm going to assume that you that you and I have talked about. I think we have. What is your belief that happened that that actually did happen to the dinosaurs?
2: Oh, I think that the Earth was inhospitable after the flood because before the flood there's what the water vapor canopy which made it it's funny i was just telling danny about this recently (laughs) um why people lived so much longer than and and then you know by the time of abraham abraham lived 175 years methuselah lived 969 years um that the there was a complete cloud cover so from space Instead of the Earth looking like a blue-green marble, we would have looked like a white marble. We would have just looked white, mm. Um, mm. which kept out all of the, um, or at least the vast majority of the cosmic radiation that comes from the sun and um, other celestial bodies in space. So this we we would have been white. Um, That would have made a beautiful, oh gosh, hold on to your knickers, everybody, because I'm about to say it, a beautiful greenhouse. Oh, the earth would have been a lovely greenhouse full of the greenhouse effect, which didn't cause oceans to rise and didn't come about because of fossil fuel burning. It was originally supposed to be a greenhouse.
1: I I want to make two um, quick comments. Uh, I agree with you, by the way, hundred um, percent. That's exactly my view. Um, that the, <laughs> the the atmosphere was absolutely inhospitable to the majority of of uh, giant lizards afterwards.
2: Hundred um, percent.
1: yep, yep. Um, and. Uh, we also know that there are accounts of people saying that they've seen stuff like pterodactyls. Oh yeah.
2: In the 1800s in Texas, Mm -hmm. some cowboys shot one down in Texas.
1: (laughs) And in Africa, I mean, there's stuff like that reported too. Oh, come on. Not to uh... mention
2: Loch, Loch Ness monster. And Oh, what's the one we have in like the, the great lakes area. Yeah. Something like that. Um, there's yeah, yeah there's uh, fishing trawlers pick up these things every so often um they make it into the news
1: uh, blurry um, creatures yeah sorry don't you love when you have those random moments where you like put something together in your head and you're like you didn't expect it to come and it comes to you and you, went, you go oh <laughs> whoa that's crazy i'm not gonna i'm gonna try and not do that tangent right now but just ask me to remind you later okay. um I was going to say that I believe that as well. Uh, I think that that's a, a highly, highly logical explanation because the ambiance became extremely inhospitable to a lot of species and the cosmic rays and the excess radiation. Um, well,
2: not to mention they're, they're, the, te- the temperature would have been very different. It was very controlled Certainly. when there was a... Certainly. Uh, water vapor canopy or cloud thick thick cloud canopy around the earth
1: that's that's why scientists can continually confirm that it's more actually with the uh oh what's the most recent one the the most recent hypothesis it's really kind of like changing the oh the The newer dry dryers uh uh-huh
2: the the new new dryers
1: period i'll look it up real quick i can't remember yeah look it up that's fine but anyway, <clears throat> I'm not going to get into it. You'll probably be able to explain it better than I will. I've heard it several times, but I'm not super familiar with it. I'm not going to try and pretend that I am. But uh, it it actually points out that in history, it's much more likely for the earth to be cold than it is warm. So uh, all the uh, the people that call us climate, uh, climate deniers, um, <laughs> climate change deniers are kind of, Kind of not winning on that front if that's actually true, which is potentially a reason that if it gets out in academic circles that that's the case, it's going to be very unfavorable for a lot of individuals uh, right. who have rested their entire, uh, you know, livelihoods on that. Um, what I was going to say, and then I'll let you tell tell the thing about dryers. Okay. Um, well, actually, go ahead and say that, and then I'll say my last one. Okay.
2: Point it's just you the read. younger dryers hypothesis. Younger Dryas. Yeah. Which is the belief that um, during the last uh, glacier period that there was a mm-hmm. some kind of clata- cata- catac- cataclysm <laughs> that um, probably resulted from a lot of meteor strikes from the way I understand it that caused it's, maybe a big right. flood. And pretty much what? wiped out the vastest. Mach- no kidding. huh? Oh, oh. What is this? Flood it's not not like every of? other
1: culture records that. right? You know,
2: nothing, nothing about it in the, um, Epic of Gilgamesh or native American folklore. I mean, it's nowhere and it doesn't exist in, in all.
1: I mean, it's nowhere in textbooks unless it's like under the mythology. Section, so. <laughs> um, but you know that's, uh, I was that's say, because
2: people control the narrative.
1: Oh, yeah, that's absolutely true. Um I was going to just say that to me it makes sense it makes a lot more sense because if God would have intentionally wiped out the dinosaurs then that to me says that God is denying his own his own right to his own glory and let me tell you what I mean by that. Um we are res- we are the rightful heirs, and owners of the earth. That's right. It was entrusted to us. So as a result, if the dinosaurs are killed off killed off because of our sins and our blemishes and, and our errors on this earth, then it's only fair for God to allow the dinosaurs to die off because that reflects his glory, his glory, not our glory. If it reflected our glory, it would be biblically problematic and it would be prophetically problematic um and problematic in general so anyway yeah. that's my thought on that sorry Cheryl, i didn't mean nope. to deviate but i thought that, that was that's a cool good no i do
2: too on. um so everything they had meddled in um the genetic coding of all creation all earthly creation anyhow. Um fish, fowl, beast, man, uh fauna. fauna, all fauna, flora. Um
1: I wouldn't say all of it, but I would say enough best, of it to just uh, start fresh.
2: Enough that God was willing to call it all. <clears throat> you know enough mm. that genesis says all it obviously wasn't every single last bit because then there wouldn't have been we no, wouldn't, it wouldn't be have been, here right? right um but enough of it so that god had samples of the uncorrupted put on this ark to start again and the reason um that i think this is and um The best reasons I have heard for this is so that, well, because the earth was at a tipping point, man, there was in, in just a smidge more time, there would have been nothing with the original DNA makeup that God Mm -hmm. had given it, Mm -hmm. including humanity. So um, at that time when that happened, all of the giants, the Nephilim, uh, were killed in the flood. We get the demons like Ricky had talked about at the very beginning when we were going over our um, our definitions. That's yeah. the term I was looking for. Um, and those angels who had been listed in the Book of Enoch uh, that we saw a little bit ago they were all chained in man. I don't know if that's when they were chained at the flood. I, they, yeah, whatever it's, they quit, they quit. The,
1: there was some sort of around.
2: Yeah, there. I would say yeah. so. Although at the time, and, of and Jesus I think that we've also talked we really about really see it.
1: Yeah. And I think we've also talked about that. I'm I personally and I think you and you are on the same boat with me. I'm not entirely convinced that every single watcher that came down um decided to do this. Oh no, definitely decided not. To create projecting. Yeah, right, right. In fact, I don't I don't think that would make sense. Well, no, because be really there's
2: honest. a third there there's a Correct. third um insurrection that we're going to talk about in a second. Yep. So definitely not. Um the second insurrection we know was about 200 entity strong um there is other there are other stories that are extra biblical um you you see them from sumeritan sumerian sorry sumerian um (laughs) mythology you um see them again in native american um, Mm -hmm. mythology there There are stories, man, they're crazy, of giants being born or giants being there that ate people. Like, And that's where the problem was. They were eating people, and when the people were gone, then they started eating each other. And that's where you get um, the whole uh, mythology around um, the Titans and the Olympian gods. Um which mm-hmm. is also quite interesting, but you have Native Americans who say that the the um red haired uh, bearded giants yeah. um would take women and impregnate them, and most of the women would die carrying Give this birth. this bit or, yeah. yeah. Uh, because it was too big, because it was a giant baby in a regular human-sized body. And so I imagine that was the case also, you know, throughout the rest of the world. Um, There have been skeletons found on the Northern American and Southern American, Central American um, continents. And there are photos of them you can... um, Google.
1: There's a good book. L.A. Marzulli. Um, mm. Yeah, Marzulli's got several um, books. Psh, Marzulli's got stuff that'll the, blow uh, your mind. It's called "On the Trail of the Nephilim," and I think he has one and he has, two, three. he has one and two. I don't know if he's working on the it's third one. It's possible.
2: And then I'm reading um, a different one of his. What is the Marzulli one of? He's got
1: some cool stuff.
2: Uh, I read so many books at once Anyways, trying to remember the name of the book is I don't know how you do it, so very Nephilim that hybrids. Morning. That's the one you're reading Nephilim We're hybrids. Reading yeah. One. Yeah. Um, yeah. and the photos in that thing are, what? they've got some creepy ones.
1: Yeah. That... yeah. There's, you know, it's funny shell that, that I should, I should mention this to you. The, the guy that he he references at the very first chapter, um uh, when he goes to Mexico, I, I read his name and I went, I read it and I kind of like kept reading and then I went wait wait wait, and then I came back to it and I read it again and I went no I know who that guy hey, is really his name is Jaime Maussan. uh-huh Jaime Maussan. he's super famous uh he's um I mean he's considered a nutcase in Mexico by a lot of people because he's <laughs> he probably he's a ufologist, is considered like a
2: nutcase in America too so
1: <laughs> probably so right um, so he's, are he's we now crazy, get your tin
2: foil hat
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> eh. Eh. I mean. I didn't take the, Easy to I didn't take the Coup vaccine for a lot of this, for a lot of the same reasons we're talking about right now. So right. 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 Accessorize. <laughs> um, but yeah, he, I, I knew exactly who he was talking about and that's true. Yeah. He has his own television program. Uh He's been on air for, I don't know how long, man, but yeah, he's, he's a, he's a phenomenon.
2: I don't know. They're not so kooky when the government is now admitting that.
1: That's exactly right. <laughs> Now, now that people conspiracy. are like, oh, no, like, actually, <laughs> you know what? It's actually great because now that the government's coming out flat and saying, well, yeah, this is this is a phenomenon that's been happening forever, which we've known has been happening. Um, we can openly talk about it, and I think people probably are a little bit more receptive to hear what we have to say, which is actually kind some of some a-
2: of them. I think a I'll lot say. of them are still like, whatever, it's such a hoax. But I'm so worried. I was telling Hannah today, I'm. The reason this matters is because if aliens come down and say, hey, we're here to help you over your evolution hurdle, and we've got the thing to make you superior, right now you get to be a superhuman, this transhumanism um it's hoax. It's a really good hoax. It's a, it's been well, it's a, a long that, game. It's a hoax
1: that will will have it. Will, it's a hoax that will have life altering um, consequences. You mean eternity but, altering
2: uh, consequences? Yeah.
1: Well, yeah, existence altering, right? Because um, if you existential existential yeah, <laughs> altering, if you yeah, if you take
2: what they're offering you, you you take that mark.
1: I, I think this is a good segue, right? For what we're actually, what we're actually wanting to talk about right now. Mm. This is the last, this is the last one, right?
2: Yeah. Well, yeah. For, for the angelic.
1: That's fine. Um, it's an insurrection. It's it a is. Rebellion. It same I thing. Just, it, it, I, and I'll just say this for the, the listeners. I just don't like the word rebellion because it reminds me of like how people idolize the rebels in star Wars and they like, they think of them as martyrs and i these creatures are not martyrs right
2: this is uh, this was not, not, not a just rebellion this wasn't like the Correct. american revolution these are not rebels that have a noble cause
0: thanks for watching this episode of the christian theological dark web Next week, on May 22nd, we will cover the final rebellion of the traitors of the angelic hosts. Please follow us wherever you follow podcasts and rate us five stars. Follow us on social media as well. You can email us at Web at gmail.com. You can also give on patreon.com slash the This has been a production of CTDW Studios. God bless, shalom, and... Mara, hate you.